2: Hello everyone, welcome to the March 29th episode of the Bacon Bets podcast, the MLB season preview episode of the Bacon Bets podcast, Uh, MLB opening day tomorrow, Thursday, March 30th, so what I'm doing on today's show is I'm going to rip through all 30 MLB teams, I will give you my favorite future bet for all 30 MLB teams, some of them it's going to be divisional bets, some of them it's going to be an over-under win total, some of them it's going to be a bet on a player on that team, but I have 30 bets locked in, one for each of the 30 MLB teams, and we're going to rip through them as quickly as as I can here. I'm not going to dwell on them too much. Some of them I have a little bit more to say than others, um, and some of them I have nothing to say. Some of them I'll just give out my pick. Uh, Now, before we get started, if you're watching the YouTube version of this, you're noticing... Now that I'm a bucket hat guy, I'm uh, wearing a nice little bucket hat here. Shout out to the degenerate at the TheDegenWeekly uh, on Twitter. Uh, friend of mine, I've been on his show. Um, I say a friend of mine, I don't know what his actual name is. He just goes by the TheDegen. Uh, he started a new merch line, sent me a hat. It's a bucket hat. I love it. I'm going to wear it golfing this summer. I'm going to rock it on this show. We'll see if it helps my MLB bets this season. So division by division, going to start in the National League. Work our way through the American League. Let's start in the NL East. Let's just dive right into it here. Atlanta Braves, NL East, favorite bet for the Atlanta Braves. Them for to to win the NL East plus one ten. It Pains me to say as uh, the Mets are my secondary team. Where's my Where's my Mets flag here? Hang on, wait for it. This is a thing you're only going to see for watching the YouTube version of this. These Mets a little. Uh, little towel I got at uh, the Mets playoff game when they lost to the Padres. Um, Yeah, I think the Braves win the division. Uh, I have a lot more faith in them, unfortunately, uh, from an objective standpoint than I do the Mets. Their rotation is stacked. Freed, Strider, Morton. People forget about Mike Soroka, who is like one of the best young pitchers in Major League Baseball. Uh, And then he got an Achilles injury. And then was it Tommy John after that or was it two Achilles He's been out for like two, three years now, but he should be back somewhat soon. If he can stay healthy, he's going to be a weapon for the Braves in the rotation. Uh, They're third in the majors in runs per game last year behind only the Dodgers and the Yankees. Um, And I'm just nervous about the Mets. Um, No Edwin Diaz and aging Max Scherzer. Jose Quintana out for half the season. Uh, Phillies, I don't have faith in either. I think a lot of people are going to overvalue the Phillies a little bit heading this year because they're in the World Series. But let's not forget... Uh, They were third in that division last year. They got hot at the right time. Now, I actually picked them to win the National League heading into the playoffs because they were the hottest team. But if you look at the season as a whole last year, um, they were a step below both the Braves and the Mets. So I'll take the Braves to win the NL East at plus 110. Moving on to the aforementioned Philadelphia Phillies. I got a player one for them. Uh, I'm going to go Aaron Nola under 212.5 strikeouts. Minus 120. Oh, by the way, um, I know I was only supposed to give him one pick for each team. Uh, I like Max Fried to win the NL Cy Young plus 1,200. So there's my Cy Young pick for the National League, Max Fried. Uh, Aaron Ola under 212.5 strikeouts. Uh, This is a little bit of a risky one because this is a guy who got 223 strikeouts two years ago, 235 strikeouts uh, his past two seasons. But there has been a bit of a trend that I've noticed with Aaron Nola his strikeout ratio numbers have fallen. So in 2020, um obviously a little bit of a shortened year, so take it a bit with a grain of salt, but 12.1 strikeouts per 9 innings. Uh 2021, 11.1 strikeouts per 9 innings, 10.3 strikeouts per 9 innings last year. So his strikeout ratio is dropping. It seems to be he's focusing more on control cuz his walk rate is also dropping. Um and with these total bets, I have a few of them, a few overs and a few unders. But anytime you bet the under, you do have a chance of uh, if a player gets hurt for any significant amount of time, or even in this case where the total for strikeouts is a very fairly high total, if he misses any time, uh, it's going to be hard for him to go over this total. Um, so yeah, I'm just seeing the trend with his strikeout. I don't think he's the strikeout machine he was a couple of years ago. I think those strikeout numbers are falling a little bit. Still very effective, but we're just talking purely strikeouts here. I'll go Aaron Nola under 212 and a half strikeouts for the Philadelphia Phillies marlins my favorite bet for the marlins here like over 76 and a half wins i'm actually a bit of a believer in the marlins if you want a long shot bet to win it uh to make the playoffs marlins at like plus 350 or something like that i kind of like it to be honest i mean how do you look at this rotation and not fall in love with this team sandy alcantara trevor rogers jesus luzardo And I was just talking about Mike Soroka of uh, the Atlanta Braves. People also forget about Sixto Sanchez, who was like a top-pitching prospect and then had back-to-back injuries. He's coming back somewhat soon, it looks like. Also, the Marlins, a bit of bad luck last year. 29th in close game win percentage. Uh, That that, that does have to do a little bit with their complete lack of offense, but I also think uh, some luck plays into losing close games. So second-worst team in close game win percentage. If they win a few more of those close games, if their pitching can keep up, if their batting, um, can at least be somewhat competent. I uh, remember there was a stretch there last year. they like hadn't scored like more than two runs in like 15 games or something. Uh, I think they go over it with this relatively low win total. So I, I love the Miami Marlins over 76 and a half wins. Uh, The Nationals, uh, I'm going to take over their win total too, 59 and a half. Why? I don't know. I'm a sicko. I kind of like betting on really, really shitty teams to go over their win total. It's kind of a fun bet to cheer for, but I have nothing to say about the Nationals. Fade Patrick Corbin as much as possible. I'll be fading him on opening day against the Braves. There's a little opening day pick for you. Give me the Braves minus one and a half on the run line against Patrick Corbin. Led (laughs) led Led Major League Baseball in losses the past two seasons uh i don't know what happened to him an all-time guy who just completely fell off uh after looking like one of the best pitchers in in the major so uh, i'll take uh with that being said i'll take the over because i like cheering for the over win totals for really shitty teams it's fun um in a masochistic way uh let's talk about my mets i got a player one here and people probably aren't gonna like this people who cheer for the mets but i'll take max scherzer under 12 and a half wins I think we're going to see a little bit of regression from Max Scherzer. He's 38 years old. His strikeout numbers fell last season. He dealt with injuries, only played in 23 games, and as a result of him only playing in 23 games, he only got 11 wins last season. Uh, also, Edwin Diaz going down. Their closer might hurt them a little bit. We might get some blowing saves. Some some games that are uh, looking like wins for Max Scherzer that turn into, uh, what do they call it, no decisions? No contests? No decisions? uh so i like the under 12 and a half wins i i've he might still be effective when he plays but i don't think he's gonna play the whole year we kind of saw that last year um he's kind of hinted a little bit at retirement a little bit he's hinted at he didn't want to play in the wbc because his arm wasn't ready i don't know to pass 12 and a half wins you got to play the whole season you got to play at a very high level he only reached 11 last year i think we're gonna see similar numbers this year than what we saw last year Uh, i'll go under 12 and a half wins for max scherzer for my mets Moving on to the NL Central, Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, I'm going to go Brian Reynolds under 151 and a half hits. Uh, he has had an up and down career through his first four years in the majors. He batted 302 for 169 hits in t- t- uh, 2021. But then last year, he recorded 142 hits with a 262 average. And the similar thing can be said. He was like a rookie of the year candidate in his first year, and then he fell off in his second year. So a bit of a roller coaster career so far for Brian Reynolds. I think last year's results are a little bit of a truer sign of where he's actually going to end up. And like I said last year, he had 142 hits. Well below the set total this year of 151.5. So I'll take under 151.5 hits for Brian Reynolds for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Milwaukee Brewers. I think they win the NL Central. I'll take them to win the NL Central plus 175. Now, I will say the two Central divisions, I have very little to say about both the NL Central and AL Central. Just weird, overall kind of weak divisions. Uh, but you, you got to love the rotation the Brewers have. Arguably a top three rotation here in Major League Baseball. Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, Eric Lauer, Freddie Peralta, Wade Miley. Now their offense and their bullpen is going to cause them some issues, but they could win this division based on that rotation alone. I'll take them to win the NL central plus 175. Chicago Cubs under 77 and a half wins. I think they suck this year minus one Oh five. Uh, that's all I got to say about the Cubs St. Louis Cardinals, Paul Goldschmidt under 29 and a half runs a little bit of a bold pick here for the defending NL MVP, a guy who hit, uh, How many home runs last year? 35 home runs last year, I think. Uh, And now we're taking them to go at least six fewer home runs this year. But there's a reason why. Uh, The teams last year who gave up the most home runs in Major League Baseball, you got the Reds gave up the second most. The Cubs gave up the third most. The Brewers gave up the sixth most. So you had bought uh, three of the bottom six teams in opponent home runs were all in the NL Central. And there's going to be a common theme as I'm going through the picks here. With the schedule changes, teams are playing divisional games less. So teams in the end, like the good teams in the NL Central, the good teams in the AL Central, you might see them regress a tad because now they got to play, um, they don't get to just beat up their shitty divisional opponents all season. And I think that's huge when it comes to Paul Goldschmidt's home run totals because he's not going to have as many games against teams like the Reds, the Cubs, the Brewers, who gave up a ton of home runs last year surprisingly. Um, so with that being said, I'm going to take the under 29 and a half on his home run total. He's also getting old; he's 35 years old. Do we see eventually see some regression from him in terms of power? I don't know. Power usually tends to be the last thing that goes. But I like betting unders for team for player totals. Sue me. Uh, give me Paul Goldschmidt under 29 and a half home runs. Cincinnati Reds over 65 and a half wins. I'm a masochist. Let, let let's root for some Reds wins. Let's move on to the NL West. One of my more ballsy calls, one that um, might be considered a hot take, one that I don't think a lot of people are going to agree with me on, is the San Diego Padres to miss the playoffs at plus 330. I'm not sold on this team. Am I just a contrarian and I hate it when a team gets a lot of offseason hype? Maybe. You could accuse me of that. I wouldn't argue too much against it. But they do have some depth issues that are going to cost them. Sure, they have a very good top three, top four once Fernando Tatis Jr. comes back. But then after that, you got Jake Cronworth, Haas, Young, Kim, Trent, Grisham. Like the bottom half of their lineup is terrible. Not good at all. Uh, Their bullpen, I think, is going to cost them some issues. Uh, They acquired Josh Hader last year. Josh Hader had like a a 5.2 ERA last season. Are we just assuming he's going to bounce back and be good? I'm not. And they have two good relievers, Louis Garcia and Robert Suarez, and then nobody. They have no depth offensively. They have no depth uh, with their bullpen. They were sixth in close game win percentage last season. So they won 89 games last season, just snuck into the playoffs. And that was with getting some luck in close games. Sixth in close game win percentage. If they regress to the mean in that stat, if they're all star players that they've, you know, threw a lot of money at this offseason, don't completely step up. I wouldn't be shocked if they missed the playoffs. Now, if this was a coin toss, if it was pick em odds I'd bet all the money I had on the Padres to make the playoffs. But we're talking about plus 330 odds for them to miss it. I think that's worth a bet. I think those odds are a little bit off. A little bit of a ballsy pick here. I'll take San Diego Padres to miss the playoffs at plus 330. Uh, San Francisco Giants, Camillo Duvall to be the saves leader, to lead the majors in saves, at eight to one I made this bet for two reasons Uh, number one I couldn't find any other bet that I liked for the Giants Uh, and number two he is what we assume what all reports seem to indicate uh, is gonna be the one of handful of MLB closers who are gonna be their set closer seems like a lot of uh, teams are going closer by committee now he's one of the handful of guys who he will be their closer he will get the majority of opportunities to get saves so I'll take him uh, to be the MLB saves leader Camillo Doval at plus 800. Uh Rockies under 65 and a half wins. They are just absolute I I I had to look up the Rockies lineup. I could not except for their pitchers. I could name a few in their starting rotation, but like offensively I couldn't name a single guy. I don't know a single guy on the in the Rockies starting uh, lineup. I'll take under 65 and a half wins. They suck. Arizona Diamondbacks, Corbin Carroll, NL Rookie of the Year, uh, plus 400. There are two te- two names tied atop, atop the odds list to win NL Rookie of the Year. It's Corbin Carroll, is a Corral, Carroll, uh, and Jordan Walker. Uh, and while I think there are plenty of other names on the list, I don't have any interest in going any further down the list. I think you could take Carroll, you could take Walker, you could take one of those two guys. I wouldn't argue against either. I'll take Carol. Um, he has a couple of advantages over Walker. One of them is that he saw Major League action last year. Um, and I don't believe I couldn't as far as I could tell Walker hasn't played higher than Double A. Uh, so at least at the start of the season. Now once again, I'm not the biggest off-season MLB guy. I'm going to say things throughout the show that team fans of those teams are going to come after me for. It. I don't think Jordan Walker has played higher than Double A. And if he hasn't, then Carroll's going to have an advantage off the gate because at least he has some Major League action here. Uh, 104 at-bats last season. He racked up 14 RBIs, 260 batting average. He's also looked very good in spring training. 372 batting average and a 1-1-2-8 OPS and 55 plate appearances in spring training for Corbin Carroll. I will take him to win the NL Rookie of the Year at plus 400. Uh, Dodgers. I think this might be only my minus money play. I'll take them to win the NL West. That's is the obvious play. I think the Padres are overrated. I think the people have some kind of fatigue about the Dodgers where they're just sick of them being good and sick of them, I guess, being good with then not winning World Series that they actually underestimate them this season. I think the Dodgers are the most underestimated team in, in Major League Baseball this season, which is wild to say. But look at their lineup. You got Mookie Betts. You got... Freddie Freeman, you got JD Martinez, you got Julio Ureis, you got Kershaw, they got uh, Syndergaard. This I mean this team is stacked from top to bottom. I'll take them to win the NL West, which is mainly just a fade of the Padres. Give me them to win the NL West at minus 110. We're moving on to the American League here. Baltimore Orioles under 76 and a half wins at plus 110. We're starting with the AL East. I love fading narratives. Orioles were a, were a popular team. The team of the people last year, people assume that they're going to have success again this year. I don't know. I don't buy it. I'll take under 76 and a half wins for the Orioles at plus 110. My AL Cy Young pick is the Tampa Bay Rays Shane McClanahan at 12 to 1. Um, I also bet on him last year to win AL Cy Young, and he was close to winning it. Um I think there was a point in time he might have even been the favorite. If not the favorite, there was a point in time he was second on the odds list. Uh he fell off a little bit late in the season. Um in September. He had a three oh I don't know. He I I thought I had in my notes. Maybe I don't, but he he had oh there we go. Five point two one ERA in September. So he fell off in September. But you can expect that sometimes uh with these young guys. Uh he's got a he's got a full season under his belt. Overall, he had a 3.06 ERA, 1077 whip last season, 10 strikeouts per 9 innings. You expect him with him being this young that he's going to take another step forward this year. He pitched 9.2 innings in spring training, only gave up one earned run, struck out 10 I like Shane McClanahan got close uh, cashing this bet last year. Justin Verlander obviously stole it. Justin Verlander's gone. To be fair, Jacob deGrom is now in the AL, which makes things tricky. But is Jacob deGrom going to stay healthy for the whole year? I vote no. Give me Shane McClanahan to win the AL Cy Young is my Tampa Bay Rays bet, 12 to 1. Uh, My favorite future bet of the entire, I should say not, my favorite player future in terms of player stats is on my Toronto Blue Jays. Okay, Blue Jays, let's go Bo Bichette over 170 and a half hits. This is a guy who had 191 hits in 2021, 189 hits last year. Both were the best mark in the American League both seasons, yet for some reason, his total for this year is set at 20 hits fewer. This is a guy who's just 25 years old. He's led the American League in hits two straight years. 191 hits, 189 hits, and then you set his total at 170 and a half. Are we expecting 20 hits worth of regression from Bo Bichette? He's only 25 years old. It's not like he's past his prime. We're going to see some regression. If anything, he's going to progress, not regress. In spring training, he had 16 hits and 54 plate appearances. That's a batting average of 314. Now, obviously, the issue with any of these total bets I brought up earlier is if Bo Bichette gets hurt, this is not going to hit. But he hasn't dealt with injuries so far in his career. He's stayed healthy. So if he stayed healthy the past two seasons, played 159 games in both those seasons, soared past this total, I don't see any reason... Why you can't do it again. Give me Bo over 170 and a half hits for the Toronto Blue Jays. Boston Red Sox. Masataka Yoshida. AL Rookie of the Year at 6-1. Obviously, the clear-cut candidate for Rookie of the Year is Gunnar Henderson, the 21-year-old infielder for the the Baltimore Orioles. But I'll take the second guy on the odds list in Yoshida. Uh, Henderson, speaking of Gunnar Henderson, he appeared in 34 games last season. He didn't reach 130 at-bats, so he did play last year, but he didn't lose his rookie status. Um, But he had a pretty solid rookie campaign, 259 batting average, uh, hit four home runs. He's obviously going to progress a little bit, but why would you not take a shot on a 29-year-old rookie in Yoshida? A guy who's already proven he can do it at the professional baseball level. He dominated uh, the Japan Pro League last year, 336 batting average, 21 home runs. Obviously going to slot right into his starting position with the Red Sox. A guy who, uh, like I said, has proven he can do it at the prof- professional level. He is way more experienced than Henderson at 29 years old. Uh, at 6-1, I will take Masataka Yoshida to win AL Rookie of the Year for the Boston Red Sox. Yankees, under 93.5 wins. Trash organization, trash fan base, trash stadium. Uh, everything about the New York Yankees is trash. Why would I ever do anything but take the under- Ninety-three and a half wins. Now, before I get comments and DMs, oh, you're just salty. You just hate the Yankees. Yes, correct. I do hate the Yankees. Yes, I'm salty. They're like my second least favorite franchise in all sports. My least, probably my number one least favorite fan base. Nobody's worse than Yankees fans. My my least favorite stadium I've been at. No stadium has been as gross and is just filled with grime, the muck and grime of society, both literally and metaphorically. So yeah. This is a salty pick. This is a this is a biased pick. Fuck the Yankees. New York Yankees under 93.5 wins. Let's move on to the AL Central. Kansas City Royals over 69.5 wins. Once again, I'm a masochist. Give me the over on shitty teams to go past their win total. Cleveland Guardians, Stephen Kwan over 154.5 hits. This is a very similar pick to Bo Bichette. The odds for this, by the way, minus 105. He finished third in AL Rookie of the Year voting last season. He's one of the bright spots for the Guardian. He racked up 168 hits while recording a batting average of 298. And now his set total is 14 hits lower. So this is kind of my, my theme when I look at um, over-under like hit total project- projections. If you have young guys who are expected to progress and their hit total is set at like, 20 or 15 hits lower than what it was last season, why would you not take the over? Unless you think they're going to regress for some reason. Uh, but I don't. Quan is just 25 years old, and he crushed it in spring training. I know spring training is spring, spring training, spring training. Take it with a grain of salt. But he had a batting average of 313 in spring training. Went over this total by 14 hits last season. Um, I'll take it again. And he only played 147 games. So he could play more games this year than what he did last season, which would certainly help this as, as well. Give me Stephen Kwan over 154.5 hits, minus 105. Minnesota Twins over 83.5 wins. I kind of like their lineup. I think they go over that total. Chicago White Sox to make the playoffs plus 125, a team that had a ton of hype last season. They failed to live up to it. I actually like this White Sox team more this year, mainly because Tony LaRusse is finally gone. I think he was the worst manager in Major League Baseball last year. Um, Yeah, I think they have a chance to make the playoffs and obviously win the division. You could just take them to win the AL Central, get a little bit uh, longer odds, but I'll just take them to make the playoffs. Give me the White Sox to make the playoffs plus 125. I also dealt with a lot of injury issues last year. They got to stay healthy. Uh, Detroit Tigers under 69 and a half wins. I think they suck. they were second last in OPS last year. I actually think they overperformed last year by a few wins. I'll take the under on their win total this year, under 69 and a half wins, which leaves us with the AL West. My AL MVP pick: Julio Rodriguez for the Seattle Mariners. That's my be- favorite Mariners pick. Obviously, it's very hard to uh, take anyone other than Otani, Trout, or Judge. But I'm gonna do it. Give me Julio Rodriguez. I might be—I I, I think I'm a, probably two years early on this take. But I love Julio Rodriguez. He does it all. He's fun to watch. Nine to one for him to win AL MVP. Oakland Athletics: Estury Ruiz to record the most steals. At seven to one, I needed to find a pick for the Oakland Athletics. I looked, I saw this Esturio Ruiz was close to the top of the odds list for steals. I don't think he's played a major league baseball before. I think he comes from a Dominican league, I believe. I should have put this in my note, but my notes, but didn't let me see. Ooh, Sports Illustrated says Esturi Ruiz could make A's baseball fun again. I doubt that a little bit. He did make his MLB debut last year with the Padres, and he also played uh, for the Brewers. So I was looking for the, at the wrong baseball reference page here. How many how many steals does this guy rack up last season? He played in 17 games last season. One steal. That doesn't bode well. You're going to need you're gonna need more than one steal. Well, if it's one steal every 17 games, that's... um No, I think that would only be like 10 steals, wouldn't it? Is my math wrong? I think that would only be about 10 steals. You're gonna need more than one steal every 17 games, my friend. Regardless, that's my pick for the A's. Is Shuri Ruiz, most steals at seven to one. That one sounds like it's already dead. Home run leader this year, I like Jordan Alvarez at ten to one as my favorite Astros bet. Uh, he finished sixth in home runs last year with 37, but even more important than that, he finished third in slugging percentage so he's got the power to do it he's only 25 years old so he's another guy who i think is going to progress not regress i'm going to fade aaron judge because after this big contract i think aaron judge is going to suck um not really but i think he won't be as good as he was last year uh so give me Jordan alvarez home run leader 10 to 1 for the astros the angels we got Shuhei otani over 204 and a half strikeouts We saw his strikeout ratio went up last year from 10.9 strikeouts per nine innings in 2021 to 11.9 strikeouts per nine innings in 2022. He totaled 219 strikeouts over the season. That's 15 more than the set total for this year. So as long as he stays healthy and as long as he pitches for the whole season. Shoei Otani over 204.5. Strikeouts last last pick. Texas Rangers are going to bet on them to make the playoffs. one. 80. They acquire the best pitcher in baseball in Jacob DeGrom. The rest of the rotation is solid. Martin prez John Gray, Nathan Avaldi, Andrew Heaney, uh, Marcus Simeon, Corey seager Nathan Lowe, Adaldus Garcia. They got a pretty solid lineup here. Uh, their biggest hurdle is AL West opponents because Astros and Mariners, I still think, are probably better teams than them. So the wild card race is going to be a tight one. How many teams make it now? Three, right? Three wild card teams. I think um, I don't know why I can't remember that is a two or three regardless I think they're going to be at least in the thick of the playoff hunt they also finished dead last in close game win percentage last year which is a little bit unlucky if they regress to the mean a little bit when it comes to winning close games they will be a much better team take their over win total that's fine as well but I'm just going to take them to make the playoffs at plus 180. And finally, I'll just give you my World Series pick. I think the Dodgers defeat the Mariners in the World Series. Dodgers plus 850 is my best World Series bet. Mariners to win the American League, a plus 900. Mariners have a lot of young talent if they all take a big step forward, including Jared Kelenic, who, for the most part, uh, was one of their high, most highly touted prospects behind Julio Rodriguez and is disappointed, but he had a very, very, very good spring We saw some good promising things at the end of last year. If Jared Kelenic takes a step forward, George Kirby, Logan Gilbert, Julio Rodriguez, Mariners team is going to be dangerous. I'll take them to win the AL at 9-1. I'll take the Dodgers to win the World Series at plus 850. Somehow the most underrated team in Major League Baseball is the Dodgers. I don't know how. There you go. This has been my MLB preview show. I will have picks coming out uh, for opening day. Check out my Twitter on that. Um, probably not going to release an episode tomorrow morning with my opening day picks because uh, I got to head into the office. The rare occasion I got to go into the bet-sided office. So I'm not going to have time to record a podcast in the morning. Um, but I will be giving out picks throughout the MLB season. You can track them on my bet stamp at IanMacBets. Follow me on Twitter at Ian IanMacBets. Like this video if you're watching it on YouTube. Subscribe to the podcast, please. Rate and review it on the audio version. Thank you all so much. Good luck this MLB season. You know what the beautiful thing about the start of a fresh season is in any sport? Is our record this season is 0-0 for 0.00 units. Fresh start. Did you suck in betting on Major League Baseball last year? I sure did. Doesn't matter though because it's a new season. Let's go. Good luck. Gamble or bless. I'll talk to you again soon.